Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. I was telling our producer, Teresa Ferraro, this week how much of a blessing this podcast is. I love doing it. It's the highlight of my week, and I'm so blessed to be able to be involved with these great messages from Warren Litzman. Thank you for allowing us into your home or automobile or wherever you are, and I hope these podcasts are as much of a blessing to you as they are for me. Now, let's go back to the archives and Warren Litzman. Greetings, dear friends. I'm Warren Litzman sitting at my desk in Dallas, Texas, talking to you about Jesus Christ. Open your mind, open your heart, and let's learn from Jesus Christ. First thing you need to know is that God intended that every human being, since the cross of Jesus Christ, every human being could have a new life called the Christ life. He intended that. He didn't intend that even the wicked men just keep on being wicked. He intended that on this earth there would be a generation after generation of people who had Christ in them. And Christ is in every believer. He's in every born-again believer. That's what the new birth is all about. That's, how, that's what the royal seed that was placed in the sinner when he accepted Christ as his Savior is all about. It's about a new life, not the old life fixed and straightened out. It's talking about a new life in Christ. That's our message, to talk to you about the new life that's in Christ. We're studying out of Romans, 5th chapter, and we've reached, in the 5th chapter of Romans, we've reached verse 17. You have a Bible? Go there with me. It says, For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. We're in the one man's understanding. In the whole of the Word of God, there's no place as vibrant and important as the one man understanding given to us in Romans chapter 5. With that understanding, let me read that line again. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. If one man committed sin, if one man fell short of God's provision of salvation, if one man failed, he died. He's dead. He's dead. Somebody came to me not long ago and said, I just can't understand this thing of salvation. You tell me Christ died for my sins and I have no feeling for that. I read it in the Bible and I don't understand that. And I just don't know that I'm cut out to be a Christian. Well, in his natural, I had to say, you're right. You're right. You weren't cut out to be a Christian. But when you were in your mother's womb, he put creative factors in your life that if you ever heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, your insides would cry out, thank God there is an answer. 
And I know that answer is in Christ. Right now, anybody that lives in sin is dead to God. They're dead. They need to come back to life. Well, when Jesus died, they were in his body. They were dead with Christ. They're put in a grave. Christ, in three nights, came out of that grave. Christ resurrected. And everyone was resurrected with him that had trusted God for their salvation. And today, anybody that trusts Christ for their Savior can come out of their death. They're free of their death. They're free of the old life. So it says, if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. You get that? If there had only been one person to trust God for salvation through what Jesus did at the cross, it'd be okay. But God's intention was that there would be everyone that was dead in their trespasses and sins. That when they trusted Jesus Christ, they with Christ would come to resurrection life. A new life. You see, it's already set out. It's already finished. It's already completed. His death, burial, and resurrection is completed. His ascension into high places is completed for every believer. All they need to do is to know what this book says about that and begin to live it, begin to trust God that it is so, that it's happened to them. By one man sin came into this world, old Adam, and by one man Christ sin was wiped out of this world by Jesus Christ. You say, well, it sure don't look like a wiped out thing to me. That's because you're living on the wrong side. You're living under the wrong information. And you know, information becomes the reason for everything that happens to human beings. Got the right information. Human beings don't have information of how God created this world. So they're all in a big fix trying to prove that what they have in their mind, what they've studied about, what they think is happening is truth. I hate to tell you this, but there is no truth aside from Jesus Christ. The word truth is in existence only because of Jesus Christ. He said, I am the truth. I am the way, the life, and the truth. What did he do? He took it out of men's minds thinking, well, the truth is I really know and understand something nobody else knows. I really got a religion nobody else is involved in. I really can do things nobody else is doing. Dear friends, you can do nothing without Christ. If you did everything on your own and made the world better for you, you would not have touched the other seven billion living in this world. That's what Christ did. Christ did it not only for 
people who live in this world, but for anybody that trusts Him and believes in Him, it works. So this 17th verse says, By one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Just a quick break here. If you are enjoying these great messages from the Christ Life Fellowship, be sure and check us out at our website, christ-life.org. These messages are life-changing. This in Christ message. Hey, we'd like to acknowledge uh, some other of our great fellowships this time in our country. Last week, we talked about some of the fellowships around the world. I want to say hello to all of the Christ Life Fellowship members in Arizona, California, Connecticut, and Louisiana, and also our prison ministry. We have a wonderful prison ministry that was such an important part of Warren's life and meant so much to him. And prisoners request certain Christ-like materials, and we send it to him free of charge. Check it all out, christ-life.org. Now, back to Warren. I'm not trying to get people to stop doing their good works. I'm trying for them to come to the point that now that they're saved, their good works are done by the Christ who lives in them. You see, God didn't allow his son to be nailed to the cross and to die for the sins of humanity and then allow man to come along and say, well, I don't necessarily need that. I don't believe that. I can live without that. And so God made a mistake when he thought that that was the only way. That was the only way. We've got so many fraud religious people in our world today. We've got many backslidden Christian people who have turned away from the scriptures to do their own thing. We've got all kinds of problems in front of us. But God's plan that you trust Jesus Christ for your salvation has never changed. And it never will change. It will always be there and in existence to the very end. So there's no other way. No other way you can make it, dear friend. No other way you can be safe and sound in God's plan without Jesus Christ. I love the last line of this 17th verse. It says, Much more they which receive abundance of grace. You get it? What'd you get? What did you get when you came into this world? You came into this world a sinner. You came into this world needing to be delivered from the death of sin. Your parents, even if they were Christian, brought you into the world with your need of accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. They couldn't do it for you. There is no plan that does it for you, even though there are some religions that say because they're godly parents, everybody they give life to are going to be godly. I wish it worked like that, but it doesn't. And so, we first thing we get when we're born again is grace. You must be rebirthed to have grace because you came into this world a sinner. You came into this world thinking you could do something within yourself, and all of that had to change, was taken away from you. Because that's not the way God planned it. He planned that people would come to such a cruel stage of 
life on this earth that they'd cry out for a Savior. I can remember in the years I had a big tent holding evangelistic meetings across the country. And I can remember every once in a while some sinner would be gripped by that big tent, would hear the singing, the praise, and the glory, and would run into that meeting crying, what must I do to be saved? I haven't seen that in a long time, but that did happen. That did happen because they thought this was a godly place and they needed God. You need God. Anybody that thinks they can live without God in this world is a fool. Is a fool. And religion is made up of many different kinds of fools. They're trying to make some money out of it. They got such an ignorant world, ignorant group of people living in this world that they pick up anything. They'll trust anything. I'll always hear somebody when they say, well, it came, the world came into existence with a big blast, big, big bomb burst and the world was created. And they never gave thought to what the Bible said. They didn't give any thought to what the Bible said. They didn't know that God created the heavens and the earth. And you know what's going to happen? When the rapture takes place, there's going to be a period of time, a couple of years or so, till Jesus comes back to this earth. He's going to live here and rule over this earth and clean it up a thousand years. And then you know what happens after a thousand years? God said there will be a new heaven and a new earth. Who has been doing that all along? Who did it in the first place? He created the heavens and the earth. We have a book that says so. And all these foolish people running around trying to find their answer to creation ought to read the book. They ought to read the Bible. It tells all about that. But you see, sinful people are very often colossal fools. And even religious people can become colossal fools because they think they know something aside from what's written in the scriptures. So I just want to tell you that there's no book that people can find that was written about the creation of this world outside of the Word of God. Doesn't it seem strange to you that the Bible says exactly what happened when God created the heavens and earth? In fact, the first verse in the Bible says, God created the heavens and the earth. Isn't it foolish for somebody to come along and say, well, I don't believe that happened like that. Whenever where you look, you see the sign that God rules in this earth. He rules. He keeps it moving along like he wants it. This is early summer here in Dallas, and I have a weed problem. We have a large lawn, 
we have a weed problem. And the thought comes to me, I've killed out these weeds, I thought, a number of times. But looks like every year a new batch of them come up. How do they do that? Because God still has a hand in this earth. Man couldn't kill out the weeds. I couldn't kill out the weeds. God doesn't kill out the weeds, and so they keep coming up again and again. He created as the first thing in the Bible, the heavens and the earth. Trust it, dear friends. Trust that Bible. Trust that book. Because if you don't trust that book, you're a fool running around like a chicken with his head cut off to be crude. I want you to come to know him who created this world and gave us Jesus Christ and caused us to be justified by having Christ in us. Enough said. Got to go. Be back again later. God love you. These weekly teachings from Warren Litzman are short, but what a powerful punch. Warren had a way to get to the point and tell us about it, tell us in a way that all of us can understand. What a blessing to be able to go to the archives each week and bring out these wonderful, wonderful messages that Warren left behind. Again, they're all straight from the Bible. Check us out. We are the Christ Life Fellowship. Our website is christ-life.org. Each week, I love to mention some of the people that make this podcast possible, starting with Robbie Litzman, who is allowing us each week to go through these archives and bring you these messages. Valerie Hill runs our Twitter account. Tammy Laycock does our weekly broadcast reports. Each time you download one of these podcasts, you see her reports. And of course... This program is produced weekly by Teresa Ferraro from the Christ Life Fellowship. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ Life.